So here's the real mystery. How do regular folks like you and me, who have families and real lives, who have careers and regular nine to fives, really fare in the personal finance game? Why are some hugely successful while others fail miserably time and time again? Those are the glaring questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. I'm so excited to um, be with you guys again today. My name is Charles McGill, your host. Uh, and Eva, are you out there? I sure am. What's up? <laughs> yeah. So we are once again excited to come and talk to you again Um you know, we, we got some things to talk about today. Um, even, even I were talking a little bit offline and uh, some interesting things came up. We talked about our kids. Yes. Uh, so shout out to all the parents out there. Uh, <laughs> but yes. uh, for those that don't know, I have five kids, uh, three girls, two boys. And Eva, can you, can you let the people know what you got out there? I got three boys. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yep. Um, and yeah, we were just talking about, you know, um, you know, like just, just how we're raising them and the differences between our childhood and their childhood. And one thing that uh, struck me, uh, which was kind of funny is that I, um, I was recently having a uh, meeting with another client, um, that I have, um, for those who don't know, I do, um, some digital marketing and funnel design and, um, fabulous work. (laughs) <laughs> fabulous work. Let me just Thank throw you. that in there. You're Thank being you. too nonchalant about it. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to plug. I'm not trying to plug. But um, so yeah, I was I was having a meeting with a client and um, my son walked in, my son CJ. And he came in and he had his iPad and he was like, hey dad, you know, showing me a game. And um, he was on camera. And so my client, you know, said something to him. was like, hey, you know, I see you got that that game there. And he's like, yeah, look at it. And I was like, CJ, nobody wants to see your tablet. Go, you know, <laughs> And, uh, and anyways, oh, the innocence. <laughs> and then the, uh, the the client was like, "Hey, man, he's like, that's cool. He's four years old. Already has a tablet. Like, or you know, iPad. That's crazy. Like, you know, I didn't have one of those when I was four. I was like, well, yeah. It, well, first of all, they weren't invented, right? But but I knew what he meant. You know, like he didn't have anything like that. And I was like, I started thinking about. It. I was like, yeah, my kids, they got a lot of stuff. Like, um, you know." <laughs> My son's electric car. He's got the Mercedes, and yeah. you know, he's got an iPad, and uh, oh my god! I started thinking about all this stuff, and we got a whole like. Well, we have a preschool um, that we had open; it's no longer open right now due to COVID. But they essentially have an entire downstairs. We have a two story; it's a pretty decent sized house, and an entire downstairs is decked out for kids. So yeah. they got kitchens and <laughs> so much of stuff. Everything. I'm just like, goodness gracious, man, this is crazy. Um, so I'm just like, man, so I asked Eva this question and I said, Eva, you know, I've noticed, you know, <laughs> that, you know, we are raising our kids, you know, differently than, you know, how we were raised, you know, and Eva was like, uh, no, and I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll let you take it from there. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it, it's crazy because Um, and I don't know, like, I don't know where I get this from. I I just have to blame it on my OCD slash financial educated self that I just want my kids to learn what it takes to work hard and how to earn a living. So like, for example, you know, I started very young, 15 
and a half with the work permit, got a job. And the only reason I got the job was because I really wanted to go to prom. And my dad was like, I mind you no prom stuff. Like he didn't want me to go. So therefore he wasn't financially contributing (laughs) to go. (laughs) So I said, well, if I can buy my ticket and buy my dress, like, can I go? And he was like, well, yeah, thinking I wasn't going to make it happen. Sure enough, I got a job at the mall and I worked and and we got to go to prom. And um, I appreciate those moments, even though way back when I'm pretty sure I was really upset at the fact that nobody was helping me get to prom, you know, especially as a child, you know, wanting something from their parents. I now appreciate that because they taught me, you got to work hard for the things that you want. You know, we'll provide the roof over your head, the food on the table, the clothes on your back. Maybe we'll give you some money here and there. And, and really, honestly, I didn't get an allowance. What, What, how I got money was I had to get good grades. I had to pull A's and B's majority A's less B's mm-hmm. and I would get paid $10 an A, $5 a B. If I had a C, everything was off the table. Wow. And it's crazy because other people are like, I will never pay for my kids to get a good education. Like they should be doing that anyways, but I'm just speaking off of how I learned. So since that was the only way I could get money to buy the little things that I needed, I made sure I busted butt and I got mostly A's because those would pay out $10 and fives were B's. So I just, I don't know. I valued that so much that when we started to have kids and, you know, thank goodness I have a supportive husband and, you know, we're like on the same wavelength when it comes to stuff like that, that I don't just hand my kids stuff and they'll tell you like, they'll be like, mom's mean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. We don't ask mom for money. She's just going to say no. Um, But I don't just hand them everything because I want them to appreciate the things that they have. And I feel the only way they'll appreciate them is if they pay for it with their own money. Yeah. That's interesting because for me, so I I also started working when I was 15 years old, um, working at a warehouse. And um, it was actually um, my aunt's warehouse. Yeah, it was it wasn't too bad. It was my, aunt, my aunt owned the warehouse, so oh, okay. it wasn't too bad. Um, but it was it was a legit job, you know. And I, um, similar to you, I wanted to do some things. I wanted to get a car. I wanted to. And I turned sixteen, and I wanted to. I was playing varsity basketball, and um, they had you know the Penny Hardaways, and they had a certain you know gear that I wanted to get, and you know, I wasn't gonna get no help from my parents for none of that stuff. So. You get pro wings from us. <laughs> pro wings. Oh, no. Pro you get wings. the LA gears from oh, us. No. <laughs> I haven't heard that those terms in so long. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Speaking, it's funny, too, because see, now that you're saying that, like, so, like, I had to work really hard to get all that stuff. And I actually, while I appreciate the lessons that I learned in terms of work ethic, um, Cause I have that now, like, you know, I know I could, I can grind it out and I can get stuff done. And, um, at the same time, I, I don't, I did not want to replicate that with my kids. So for, for my kids, I actually do a little bit differently. I do reward them based on grades. Absolutely. They know every time the poor car come comes around, it is payday, but they don't get geeked about that. 
they actually um, are not, they don't really care if they get paid or not for their grades, right? Now, why? Um, well, because typically they get what they need throughout the year. Like, you know, it's not a matter of, you know, I, all my kids are, I, I would say are pretty, they're all, well, especially my girls, they're all well-behaved. They're all great kids. Um, their grades fluctuate and it's more kind of seems like, you know, some are just more inclined. Like, you know, my oldest one was just a studious kind of, you know, scholar, just enjoyed school. <laughs> you know, the middle one, not so Love much. Love doing work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The middle one, not so much. But they all, you know, they all pass their class. They all do well. My expectations are high. They know that. I was a straight A student. They yeah. know that dad's expectation is straight A's. But, um, and they try, but, you know, they're, it's, it's more so about them being, you know, good people. Um, you know, listening to their mom and dad, you know, being focused on um, just being good natured, you know. And so what we end up doing, well, what I end up doing a lot is I just kind of give them what they need throughout the year, right? Now, yeah. what I mean by need, need is I'm saying also what they want, right? I, I actually, uh, I actually do kind of, I'll say, I admit, I kind of spoil them. I kind of spoil them. I spoil my kids. Um, um, you know what? I commend you for saying that out loud. There's a lot of parents out there that say, I, I saw my kids and I'm like, dude, your kids I have too. to admit it. I, I have to admit <laughs> it. I do. But you know, the thing is like, so if they were, if they were disrespectful kids, right. If they were kids that gave me a hard time, you know, we, we would have to do something else. Yeah. But I really appreciate that they're good kids. That's like, awesome. you know, I really do. And I think part of the, and then I'm not saying this is good or bad. Okay, so I don't want anyone to be thinking that I'm trying to be um, like promote a certain parenting style, <laughs> but I just want, I know that it also has to do with the fact that I had such a hard childhood. So the fact that I had such a hard childhood and it was my relationship with my parents was not great, um, well, my dad in particular, and yeah. there was a lot of, um, uh, you know, just uh, things that aren't healthy for a young child in my rearing that I, in turn, you know, want to kind of give my kids everything that I didn't have. Yeah. And I work really hard for that while also trying to balance, you know, them not being spoiled. Thank right. God, at least with the first set, the first three girls, they all seem like they put pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my oldest one is like the best first child you can ever have. She's such a, 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 a darling. But uh, the two youngest one, these little boys, I don't know. I, you know, I... <laughs> They bad. No, <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I think I, I would. I want to say bad. I, I want to say that they just have a lot of energy because they're boys, and yeah. you know they're different than the girls. The girls have a different energy, but these boys they're like you know very rambunctious and they love to challenge you. And it's a lot of testosterone. It's just this <laughs> is a lot of testosterone all the time, and um, it's it's enjoyable now because it's, it's all in good spirit. Like I don't, yeah. you know, they're not necessarily trying to break everything in the house, but they want to see if <laughs> Tasmanian devil going through the house right now. You know, you know, I know, you know, <laughs> yes. yeah. but it makes me think too about, you know, financially how to, you know, how to uh, give them the right guidance. And so I'm a, I'm a lean on you with this one because for me, I'll just be honest. I didn't have it. I didn't, I wasn't raised to be a good steward of money. And I've gone through my ups and downs. I've, I've made six figures, uh, you know, in my uh, career a couple of times, one in corporate America, one in education as a principal. Yeah. I've had really great credit scores. I have really bad credit scores. I've, 
been at a place where I was really doing bad, <laughs> poorly, repossessions and all that bad stuff. And, you know, yeah. um, I've been through all that. Um, and I, I don't know that I'm the best person to give advice around that. I, I can say what not to do. <laughs> but in terms of what to do, um, what do you recommend, you know, as, as you know, for, for, for those listeners out there that have kids that are, um, and, and they're thinking to themselves, man, I really want our, my child to have the best kind of like foundation when right. it comes to, you know, dealing with finance. What are, what are some things that you would, you would say to them? Definitely. I, I would say the very first thing is you got to have these conversations. You got to have conversations with your kids, whether you think that they're old enough or not. Kids are sponges. And if you don't talk about it to them, they're going to hear about it someplace else. So I would rather much have the conversation. If you're not confident with your money, tell your kids, I'm not confident with money, but this is what I've learned along the way. Maybe it's the hard way. Um, I mean, definitely times are different compared to when our parents were raising us. Now there's just so many books and videos and tutorials and now I want to say a lot more people talk about money today than they did, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago. So be open with having those conversations because I mean, you never know, you might learn something from your kid that would be mind blowing about how they think about money. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's the first, the first tidbit is have these conversations whether you think it's going to be good or bad, no conversation means no information, no education is, is exchanged, which means they're going to pick up something from someone and think that's the truth. Yeah. And that's super duper important. And I don't know if, if just because, you know, of my financial background and I'm always talking about, you know, credit and finance and money that they just kind of pick pick up things along the way. I think a lot of it had to do with that, but a lot of it also has to do with how we live, what kind of lifestyle we have. And, and, you know, I, I am a saver and I hoard money. (laughs) My husband's like, okay, we got to live a little. Can we go to the movies today? Like (laughs) what's going on here? Can we go eat dinner out? And I'm like, do we have to? Um, But I think that they pick up on all of that. You know, all I know is at a very young age, I mean, I don't, even though my dad paid me for getting good grades, I don't pay my kids for them getting good grades. I'm like, that's a must. Like you need to get good grades because you need to play sports. You need to play sports because one, we're a baseball family and you love it. And two, you need scholarships. (laughs) But the things that they want, you know, the expensive shoes, the video game systems, the crazy expensive stuff that I would never buy. Like I shop bare minimum. Like we don't even go back to school shopping. Like we go back to school shopping during Christmas time when everything is on sale. (laughs) And that's when we load up because I don't think back to school shopping is as cheap as it is in Christmas time. Uh Um, But the large ticketed items, they save their birthday money 
their Christmas money, their every time my dad, we go visit pop money, he'd give them allowances. When we go see grandma, you know, she gives them money. So all of that money they hoard because they know if you want something big, chances are you got to pay for it yourself. Yeah. And, and when they do that, they take much better care of their stuff. Like they're yeah. like, oh, I paid for this. Like, no, I'm not. Nobody can take my video game system. It's staying right here. I'm not letting nobody borrow it. My shoes, they're nice and clean. I take yeah. them off, put them in the box, put them away. Like they take better care of their stuff when they pay for it on their own. Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast. We'll get you right back to it. We just want to spend a few seconds to talk about the Empower You Financial Group on Facebook. This is Eva's private Facebook group where she gives free tips, tricks, and strategies to improve your financial situation. Join the over 1,000 plus member community and see the success stories of people just like you who want to live life on their own terms. Come laugh with us, tell your story, and share your victories. Just search Empower You Financial in Facebook and join our free private group. Oh, and be sure to invite a friend. So how how, how young should we start? Because so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing two different, you know, my, my kids are responding differently. So my kids, my older ones are definitely into fashion and, you know, how they look and cool things. Mm-hmm. I've noticed some, Yeah, I've noticed oh, yeah. when I... I don't even know where they came from. Like, how does that <laughs> even happen? Like, I'm not a names brand. Social I'm media. I'm not, like, like, trying to, like, dress nice and stuff. I'm like, it's clothes. Like, you either get clothes or you're running around naked. Like, we ain't yeah. spending $70 on one shirt. That's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah, well, they, you know, they, the, the social media is very prevalent. And just like, you know, like back in the day when we used to watch music videos and, you know, you'd see mm-hmm. the rappers or whatever, or, you know, that, that lifestyle, you're just like, hey, I want to get something like that. So, yeah. you know, marketing is a very powerful thing. Um, and they know how to get to your kids and everybody. So, um, m- my kids, my older ones, they definitely have that kind of appreciation. When I get them, you know, they're, those brand new Uggs or those dark Doc Martins or, you know, mm-hmm. bands that they've been wanting or whatever. I, they do take really good care of their shoes, the Air Force Ones. And they, you know, um, my youngest one, my youngest two boys, like, you know, they got iPads, you know, and they're, you know, playing on them. And sometimes they stand on them and sometimes they throw oh them. And God. we're just like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? You know? I remember my wife saying to my oldest when he's like, that's, that's expensive. You can't do that with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, like, he has no clue what that means or, you know, and so maybe is it, is it our bad? You know, maybe we, maybe we shouldn't have got him that so early, you know, but the reason why we did it was because of ABC Mouse. Yeah. And I can tell you this, my, my four, he's four years old, but he was been reading since he was, I want to say two. Wow. Um, and he now he reads us books. He's four. He reads us books. Wow. Um, our my three year old. He also uh, reads not as well, but he's 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 reading. And but he, his thing is math. Like he loves math, so he can count there to a hundred. He can do all this stuff. He's been doing it. Um, and so we we use it for educational purposes, and they use it for that. But they also use it for entertainment too. I'm not going to lie; so they never play <laughs> games on it. But their dexterity. 
right? In, mm-hmm. in terms of how they manipulate the, their understanding strategy. Yep. They're starting to, you know, and, and I understand that this world is a, is a, is a digital virtual world. So mm-hmm. and maybe this is a little bit about me and my profession and me being a former principal. Cause I was the kind of principal that used to actually, we would have honor roll assemblies. And what I would do is an incentive for any child that got a straight A's mm-hmm. and had perfect attendance. What? I would have a special award for them. Yeah. So the first time I did it, I'll tell you, the first year and the first time I did it, there were three kids that qualified for the whole in the whole school. Wow. And they got uh beats by Dre headphones. What? The, the whole school went wild when I announced there you that. Go. <laughs> the second semester, I said, Okay, you're gonna get everybody's um, got perfect attendance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so now it was like nine kids. Wow. And that, and then so uh, I said, okay, so now um, I think the second prize was, uh, it was, it was a gift card to Foot Locker. Mm. Like, a, like it was like a hundred or $200. I forgot what it was, but it was a significant, you can get some good shoes, right? So then <laughs> the third time I did it, cause you know, there's going to be three yeah. award assemblies every quarter. The fourth one we couldn't do cause you know, that's the end of the year. But the third one, People were really like excited. The buzz was around. We had 18 kids qualify. So that's a six time increase, right? Wow. From three to 18. And that time I gifted them all a, um, I think it was a uh, Amazon Fire. Mm-hmm. Right? So once again, going nuts, right? Um, so anyway, they were super excited. They remember, I remember, you know, unfortunately it was my last year there, but. They were telling me even like, you know, towards the end, like, Mr. Gill, next year, I'm coming for that. Wow. I was, I was so excited. I was like, wow, this is amazing because so many of the kids, because I had to actually address it because, you know, whenever there's good things, there's always people that have backlash. So people are like, oh, this guy's wasting the budget, <laughs> you know, buying these kids these things, right? And I'm like, this is a good problem to have. They're like, yeah. One parent asked me, well, Mr. Gill, what are you going to do when you got 100 kids that qualify? I was like, excuse me? We're going to make it work. Uh, Exactly. I said a hundred kids that got straight. It's like, yes. That means I'm getting like a five star rating somewhere. <laughs> exactly. The best school <laughs> in the whole. You know? So yeah, I'm like, that's a good problem to have, you know. And so uh, I, I told him, I said, if that ever happens, we'll figure it out. Um, exactly. But the, the 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 point I'm making with that is, I think kids just have, uh, you know, an innate ability to latch on to what we value as parents. Yeah. So as, as, as adults, if we're telling them this is something that's significant and, and a value you should pay attention to it, then they will automatically do that. And so yeah. it sounds like to me that you're doing that for your children with money. Yeah. So what, what other ways, other than kind of like, you know, making them um, work for or save up for the things that they want, what are some other things that you, you do to let them know how important it is uh, to be good stewards of their money? Absolutely. Um, I just, I, I have these conversations with them so that they can understand how money works. If you're thinking about buying that $65 shirt, how long is that shirt going to last? Like how many, how many other non-name brand shirts can you get for $65? <laughs> or 
you know, just help them really understand how money works and what they're getting with their money. Are they getting value or is it strictly a name brand that's only going to help outsiders make them happy because you're looking in a, you know, you're looking a certain way. You know, I mean, I, I'm st- I still have to say what I love is they always come to me and they, they basically ask me like, mom, can I buy this? Can I buy that? And a lot of the time it's no, because it's ridiculous. But most <laughs> of the time it is. Yes. It's like, you know what? Okay. You know, you're doing a good job. Um, you know, most recently, which, you know, they're on my behind about this, which after we're done with this, I'm going to go you know, handle that. But most recently, you know, our dog Paris had puppies and I kid you not, like they took care of those puppies. Like I was tired and exhausted and I'm working and I'm handling everything that they literally helped raise those puppies when bottle feedings come, when it came time time to change the pee pads and all of that good stuff. Like yeah, they yeah. were on it. I kind of remember that. Like when we have yeah. our meetings, you save me in the back. <laughs> I'm like, can't talk right now. We're feeding puppies. <laughs> um, but they like, I look at that and I'm like, okay, they did such a good job that I'm like, okay, I think if like later, 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 when they're ready to have babies, like they'll kind of know what to do because they raise puppies. Um, but long story short, they're like, okay, mom, like how much are these puppies selling for and how much money is going to be made? Okay. Wait a minute. How much money am I going to get paid? What's my cut? (laughs) (laughs) What's my cut? Yeah. And it's so funny because I never really gave them a dollar amount. And I did that on purpose because I wanted them to see like how much work goes into it. And then I'm like, I mean, I already have a dollar amount in my head, but I'm not telling them at that point in time because I want them to work and then realize, okay, well, was that dollar amount worth that effort? And if it was, would I do it again? Or is it all bets off the table? Forget it, mom. Like you're paying me like, like pennies. So I'm not helping you anymore, but I want them to understand that there is money to be made everywhere in this world. You just got to know how much time it's going to take and how much your compensation is going to be. So even having little conversations like that helps them understand, okay, well, I could be home taking care of puppies, getting paid X, or I can go out into the real world and get an eight to five job and get paid X how much time am I spending versus dollars? Yeah. You know, another crazy example, which I mean, I don't even know. I could only say because of our environment, you know, our oldest son, our oldest son, you know, we started our entrepreneurial path seven years ago. So our oldest son, who is now 19, you know, back then, like he was young. Well, he's around these conversations about you know, you're your own boss. You got to create your own schedule. You got to, you got to do this to make this type of money. So he came to me one day and he was all like, mom, I want to buy these Yeezys. And I'm like, what are these Yeezys? Like, I have no clue. Ye- what? Yeezys. And he was like, yeah, they're like a couple hundred dollars. And I'm like, you are out to your mind. Like, are you kidding me around? He was like, no, mom, I've got a game plan. And I'm like, game plan he was like do you know if i buy these shoes right now 
for $200. I don't know if they were the Yeezys. There was some shoe for $200. I could turn around and flip them and make $500. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. You're talking my language now. Rewind. I'm like, first of all, who's going to spend $500 on a shoe? He's like, mom, there's people out there that spend a thousand dollars, five thousand. I'm like, who are these people? Are they ridiculous? Well, apparently, if so many shoes are made, you know, only ten pairs or a hundred pairs, I guess they're a hot commodity and they sell for more. That's right. So he's like, Mom, can I borrow two hundred dollars, and I will pay you back within thirty days? I'm like, hmm. Okay, I'll take it out on a limb. But mind you, I had been saying no to this idea for like months because I didn't, I'm like, nobody, who's going to buy these shoes? So finally I gave in and sure enough, sure enough, he bought these shoes. We drove to the East Bay. He sold them. They cut him a check for like $475. Nice. And I'm like, that is insane. <laughs> I'm like, when can we do this again? Let's like, do how it again. Shoes buy? <laughs> like, can I buy 10? Like, you know, and then he tells me like, there's this whole system and it's only like one per email or something crazy. But I say that to say this, he now has a job, you know, working at the mall. Cause I'm like, you gotta do something. You gotta be kept busy. And he's like, mom, one day he's like, mom, I went to work today. And if I had the day off today, I could have been online buying these shoes that were released. And if I bought them and flipped them, that one shoe would have paid me my whole week's salary. Woo, there you go. I'm like, then why are you working a job? Hey. hey. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so these are the things that, you know, I mean, his thing is is the shoe game. That's yeah. what we call it, is the shoe game. And I never right. knew there was a shoe game. Shoe game. But but I'm like, okay, well, do your thing. I mean, but, but, but and, and he doesn't have to get a job. No, my kids have to get a job. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to work. But I'm like, I want you to go work so that you can understand what happens when you trade dollars for hours and how there's other things that are out there that you can utilize your mind yeah. and your talents to earn more money in less time. Yeah. So again, it's just conversations that we just have and and we're not afraid to talk about money and we talk about credit and we talk about debt. You know, I'm helping him build his credit and teaching him about all that, when to use credit cards, all of that good stuff. So it just comes down to having these conversations so that money can make sense to them when they're out there all by themselves trying to be an adult. Yeah. So it sounds like to me, like, just like we take on that responsibility of, you know, teaching our kids the birds and the bees and having those kind of conversations that we know are difficult, but are necessary. And hold on. Do you know what is so crazy about that? There are more people talking to their kids about birds and the bees and not money. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah. That's insane. And, and, and so I was, what I was, uh, was going to say was that we need to lump that in. Yeah. Right? We need to make sure that now um, moving forward, that a part of the conversation is not only birds and the bees, but also finances. It seems like we are actually are in a moment and we are in a generation where 
we definitely, to your point, you, you had mentioned this earlier, that we're, we're talking to our kids more about different things, right? Definitely things like social justice. That's a very prominent issue right now. Black Lives Matter. I'm yes. sure that's on the lips of a lot of parents, more so than, you know, probably was back in the day. Or I, I, I want to say more so because I, I wasn't there. So I don't want to say that. But I can say it's just a different way, right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's spoken about in a different way. I think that people are in general, um, becoming more aware of the oppression, being able to articulate injustices. Um, and so that's one area. Uh, but then we also have, you know, we're in a digital age, uh, you know, information is, is being, you know, uh, spread around very fast in a way that, you know, yeah. other generations have never seen. So we also are talking to our kids about that, right? How do you show up on social media? How do you be careful? How do you, you know, so, but, but somehow, for whatever reason, and I'm not trying to overgeneralize, but I think that uh, often a conversation that's missing still um, yeah. is is about finance, and that's something that we need to start including. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And now more than ever, because everything is on social media, and, and there's so many. I mean, I don't know if it's just me and and what I surround myself with, but there's a lot of you know, self-made, self-taught people that are earning an income online. And and those people start popping up on, on my kids' feeds and, you know, seeing these young adults, these kids on YouTube playing with toys, making money. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? So they definitely have the exposure, but media is only going to show them the shiny bright objects. They don't show them the hard work it takes, what it yeah, takes yeah. to get there, what it takes to 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 be a good human being and have good character and have values because all of that is what's going to attract certain people to you. But now more than ever, there's so many different outlets, whether it's you know on social media or books or podcasts or audiobooks, whatever. You just want to be sure somewhere you're plugging your kids into that. And if you don't know, then I would definitely encourage parents, be in tune with your own finances. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a couple of clients of mine that, that they're like, I want to do a credit session with you. Can my kids sit on so they can listen to what I'm learning right now? Heck yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then I take it a step further and I'm like, and if your kids are about to be young adults to where they can start building credit we can set up a session to talk about let's instill the money values with them at an early age and help them understand the proper ways to build credit so that when they hit 18 and their first transaction is a car, they're not stuck, you know, trying to get co-signed from mom or dad or get stuck in a high interest rate. So yeah, if you as a parent don't have that confidence because you weren't raised that way, Lock arms with the people who have that information and let them teach your children. You know, I mean, we all have our own superpowers. Money isn't always everyone's superpower. That's okay. But let's lock arms with people who have that information so that you can start learning from it now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's a, a good way to end it. Um, uh, that was that was really good. That was um, it's been a really good conversation about this. I think we're going to continue to have more conversations about this, just because yeah. 
there's so many different things that come up um, uh-huh. when it comes to this money thing and teaching our kids. Um, you know, there's so many different scenarios and I, I know we'll have more to discuss. So uh, although I said that was the um, a good way to end it, I don't want to end it that way. I'd rather give you one last word. Um, so if you could, if you would, if, if there is one thing you want, one nugget, one thing that you want people to walk away with um, for those that have been like, man, how do I approach this conversation with my child, right? You know, yeah. how do I talk about money when, when I'm someone who maybe feels uncomfortable, I don't know it that well, or maybe I have done really well, but, you know... Um, I'm still not sure how to teach it. You know, I just, you know, these are my values. But um, what would you suggest to those listeners out there? Well, I would definitely say it doesn't matter how old you are. You can always learn more information that's going to help you improve your financial situation. But it can be as easy as when it's time to pay the bills, pull your kids in front of you Mm -hmm. and tell them what you're doing. How are you balancing your checkbook? How, you know, you're looking in your, in your bank account and you're seeing the dollars amount. How are you paying your bills? Are you doing bill pay? Are you cutting checks? Or do you keep a ledger of all of your finances on a month to month or a week to week? Whatever thing you do that is a money transaction, pull your kids aside and just let them know, look, I'm paying bills and let me show you how it works. Let me show you how much I make and all of the expenses it takes to make this house look pretty so that they can be conscious of what's going on. Because the last thing you'd ever want to go through is a hardship and the family is never aware. And now you're out on the street trying to explain what happened after the fact. Wow. That's deep. I mean, you, you reminded me of a couple of things there. One definitely can relate to that last thing. I had a family member where that happened. And also um, I'm used to people saying, you know, stay out of grown folks business, but it sounds like we need to include our children in our business. Absolutely. Okay. All right. And with that, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. We will see you guys uh, very soon. Yes. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. One of the things that Eva enjoys most about being in personal finance is seeing people win. So if you are looking to improve your credit score because you're ready to make a major purchase, get better rates, or start living life on your own terms, visit Eva at evaempowers.com and schedule a consultation with her so you too can live life empowered.